Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to Bite Size Insight with Monique, episode number 12. We are continuing our series on women in the lineage of Jesus. Number four is Bathsheba. And I have been looking forward to this episode because Bathsheba's story is one that many of you will be able to relate to. It's a story, if you have ever gone through something in life that was beyond your control, that you had no say in it, that you were wronged and couldn't do anything about it, whether that was something that happened financially, that where you lost your business, a bad business deal, or someone did something shady that you didn't know about, which got you in trouble, whether you endured abuse as a kid in a relationship, you fill in the blank, whatever it is. But if something's ever been done to you that you were wronged, and you had no say in it. This is Bathsheba's story. And I want to look at it from this angle because I feel like a lot of times preachers don't. So we find ourselves in 2 Samuel chapter 11. We're going to start in verse 1. It says, Now it happened in the spring of the year, at the time when kings go out to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him, and all Israel, and they destroyed the people of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem. Then it happened one evening that David arose from his bed and walked on the roof of the king's house. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful to behold. So David sent and inquired about the woman. And someone said, Is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? And David sent messengers and took her, and she came to him. And he lay with her, for she was cleansed from her impurity, and she returned to her house. And the woman conceived, so she sent and told David and said, I am with child. There is so much we can unpack <laughs> in those first five verses. Um, geez, there's so much. But let me just focus on, I actually talk about this in my online courses. You can always check out and join one of my online courses, uh, pursuingpurity.info, the Temptation Under Pressure course. I really dive into this story. So you could always check that out. Um, okay. So David stayed home when he should have been out fighting like the rest of everyone else and what Kings do at this time, but he didn't. So because of it, he had idle time and he's on the roof walking around and he sees a woman bathing and he's wowed by her because what does the Bible say? And the woman was very beautiful to behold. Not just beautiful, very beautiful, okay? When the Bible says you're gorgeous, and when the Bible says you fine, then you fine, okay? And what this means, beautiful to behold, literally it's saying that every appearance of her body, face, she was wow, is what she was. Okay, so he sees her. She's naked. Okay, she's bathing. He inquires about who she is. Someone tells him who she is. And um, David knows that she's married. Okay, but that did not stop his lustful desire. And you think that it would have, but it didn't. So, verse four, he sent messengers, took her, and she came to him, and he lay with her, for she was cleansed from her impurity, and she returned to her house. The thing I want to point out is that Bathsheba did not have a choice, okay? When the king sends for you, 
the messenger didn't tell her why, you know, he wanted her. He sent for her. And when a king sends for you, you go. Like, this is not something that you're like, oh, that's okay, I'm busy. No, when the king calls for you, you come, okay? So she came. And when she arrives, here he wants to have sex with her. Now, your options are, what, rape, death, or to willingly go ahead and have sex with this man. Because you have to understand, in a culture and in a time like this, refusal of a king could lead to death. So no doubt this woman was put in such a horrible position of like, what do I do? Like, what are my options? She didn't have any. So it's like she let it happen because what was the alternative? Knowing that you have David, the greatest military leader of his time, fierce warrior, okay? So it's like refusal was not an option. And I think people don't see her story like that because what are you, what are you supposed to do? And sometimes some of you have been in a situation where it was like, you had no option. And that's Bathsheba right here. So then she gets pregnant and the story goes on. That child ended up dying. Okay. He has... I mean, this whole story of David is just, I mean, there's just so much to dive into. I'm trying not to, because we'll have to do that teaching another time. Um, she gets pregnant, sends to him, lets him know. He then brings her husband off of the front lines of war in hopes that her husband will go have sex with his wife and then send him back out to battle to cover up and make it think like it was his child. Well, her husband didn't do that because he was a very honorable man. And he said, how could I do this? Go to my house, lay with my wife when my men are on the front lines, dying. And it's, it's such a slap in the face, men. It's literally like you were on a work trip somewhere and your boss goes and takes your wife and has sex with her, then sends her back home. Like this is literally what David did because Uriah the Hittite was not just a random soldier. When you look in 2 Samuel, I believe it's chapter 23, we see a list of David's mighty men. And the last name you're going to see in that chapter is Uriah the Hittite. So David knew Uriah personally. This was not just a random guy. So first off, he knows she's married. And then secondly, he's married. she's married to one of his mighty men, one of his mighty warriors. So it's just all the more like, dang. David was dirty for this because he knew the guy personally, worked for him, fought with him, bled with him, knew this man personally, and still did this anyways. That's another whole sermon. But she had no choice, okay? Husband ends up getting killed in war because David sends him back to the hottest spot, the very front, he's killed. She goes into mourning, upset sad, finds out her husband's dead. Then David takes her and marries her. So it's one of those things like, does she really have an option? I mean, think about it. I feel like a lot of times we forget that people in the Bible were just like us, but put yourself in her shoes. Okay. So much emotion, so much things happening that she has no say over, no control over. Um, but in the end, God blesses her with a son, with David who ends up being 
King Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived and who became king, which means she became queen mother, which was a very high position. And so she was well taken care of. And despite all this happened, that's what I wanted to encourage you on, that there's an old phrase saying that God will give you double for your trouble. And it does not go unnoticed. God sees. And a lot of times things are in the works and things have to get played out. But God will make sure that you will be taken care of. And I heard a minister recently, she said that one way that God um, blesses you back, one way that God restores back to you is through success. And success could be in many different areas, but and bring the peace, bring the comfort from what you have gone through, from what was done to you, what happened without your knowledge, without your permission, that God will see to it. So you'll be encouraged that he'll give you double for your trouble and he will take care. And Bathsheba is listed in the lineage of Jesus and she's someone that we can all relate to. And I know many of you can listening because had no control over the situation and she was wronged, but God blessed her in the end. So this is Bite Size Insight with Monique. Please go ahead and send me a message here in the Anchor app of other things that you'd like me to touch on. Please check out my website. MoniqueDeLeon.com, where you can find videos and you can link through to the Pursuing Purity website and check out these online courses, which is more in-depth teaching and to help you grow. And I do have a book called Pursuing Purity Under Pressure. So I encourage you guys to check all that out. Until next time, come back because we are then going to get into Mary, the mother of Jesus, which is the last woman listed in the lineage, obviously. And yeah, until next time.